Do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear, now it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry about that. But you're not going to do it anyway. So go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. It's a comic book show where we talk about books or stories or arcs. We just take a topic for about an hour, hash it out, chat about it, and, uh, and share our thoughts and feelings and opinions and insights with you guys out there. Uh, before we jump into the topic, which is the most OP comic characters out there, those characters are just so overpowered that it's almost impossible to tell stories about them. Uh, yeah. Before we do that, I wanted to do a quick plug for myself. Uh, if you are not, if you are looking to get some trades and uh, you want to support the channel, you should check out our affiliate link down below. It's uh, called the Amazon Affiliate Shop. Uh, I believe it's just Amazon.com slash affiliate slash comic pop. But if you just go to the link down below, uh, you will find... Actually, it's Amazon.com slash shop slash comic pop. You can get oh. some trades. And they're broken up into handy-dandy categories. Uh, I'm trying out some stuff. Going to try and uh, augment the uh, the apparatus, so to speak. Um, so if, you, uh, if you're so inclined, check it out. I'm, uh, these are all recommendations that I've created. Um, I tried to make it just books that we did on back issues, but I'm like, no, like we should do some books <laughs> that I think you should just pick up or books that I think people would enjoy. So yeah. anyway, check that, uh, check out that link below this video or just go to amazon.com slash shop slash comic pop. Um, without any further so it's what, ado. It's so what you got to do working online, man. You got to diversify that portfolio. You got to make sure you got lots of revenue streams going on. Right? Take it from us. Well, also, like, why don't we sell comics? <laughs> we should. Uh, and Comixology is not going to help us out. So, no, no, they're well, not. So why and, not? I, I, yeah. If Walmart can do it, we can do it. Bingo. Um, so before we jump into the our, our list of some of our characters that we want to talk about, yes, the one above all, the living tribunal, eternity, <laughs> like characters that are, you know, that are enduring, everlasting, or God himself, they're the most OP characters. With good reason, by the way. They're usually, they're either God or they're like made or imbued with the power of God, the specter, for example, an agent yep. of God, uh, phantom so we, stranger, you know, we get the phantom stranger. Like we don't, we don't even know why he's OP. We just know no. that he is like, he's he had several origins trying to explain what the fuck his deal is. Exactly. Lucifer, uh, Mephisto more or less, even though like it kind of ranges from, from character to character, from version to version of Mephisto. But uh, we're going to talk about some characters, some fun characters, just characters that are kind of OP where you're like, why did they do that with that character? And who is like, what is the deal? And how do you defeat that character? You know, I'm not going to talk about God. Like, we're not going to be like, OK, you know, who's, you know, who's OP like Jesus Christ. Like, no, we're not going to get into that. 
Jesus is way OP, man. They need to nerf him in the next update. Although that could be an episode in and of itself talking about the pantheon of comet gods. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, we would call it Chariot of the Gods. Something like that. Um, will I am going already it. jumping Saitama is OP. Thank you. Is that that one punch man guy? I, uh, I assume. I don't watch. I don't. Anime I don't know your animes so either. Know, but uh, if it is, yeah, is it's in the name One Punch Man. If he can beat you in one punch, that's it. Alejandro Madrid saying Tom King's Catwoman is OP as hell. <laughs> yeah, she I don't want to spoil the books for you guys. So this book just dropped. To, uh, what was it? Last week actually was the yep. most. Re- was when Catwoman and the Joker battled, and uh, the the. Uh, you know, the result of which you can find out for yourself. Uh, <laughs> Punching out flashes, beating Tally Al Ghul in sword fights. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Selena now suddenly is a master swordsman and can defeat the daughter of the of, of the demon's head. Mm-hmm. So. And I, ke- I kept waiting for her to cheat in that fight. Too. I'm like, no, it's okay if she wins as long as she cheats. If she, like, you know, punches her in the kidney or throws sand in her eyes or does something... Oh no, she wins just straight up, huh? No, okay. Just a yeah. So Catwoman is a low P. Uh, she never used to be. Used to be she was just kind of sl- skate by. She would just get away. Mm. She was clever. Her cleverness yeah. was her was her power. Uh, but now, yeah, no, she just straight up. Her her skills can pay the bills. So <laughs> skills that she has no business having. No. Um, Silver Click Cricket saying, "Do characters count if they are all are too dumb to use their powers properly? Because Electro, Ooh. if he was smarter, then he would be a god." <laughs> As it's the web true. Showed. Yeah. Same with absorbing man. Here's a dude who is too dumb to remember what things feel like so he can absorb them. So he has to touch them every time. If he could do all of that at once, he would be unto a god. It's true. But no, he's because he's so stupid. His weakness is his intelligence or his lack of imagination. So he's he is he has an OP power. It, actually, he's not OP because he doesn't use that power to defeat everybody every time. He's not like undefeatable. Mm. He's actually quite defeatable. Uh, yes. Marvel Knight saying Hulk is an OP character. He certainly became one, didn't he? Like, really yeah. quick. Because uh, I think when, when people started jumping on the idea that the matter Hulk gets, the stronger Hulk gets, uh, the fact that Hulk's strength is a seemingly bottomless pit of, yeah. of, 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 uh, of, of potential. He can lift mountains. He can defeat the entire Illuminati if he's mad enough. Yeah, he can withstand nuclear blasts. Uh, and now he can't even die. Yes, and now he is the immortal Hulk fully completely. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think Hulk has gone I think I think Hulk went OP a lot longer ago than we can possibly say. Mm. Like Which is like I don't have a problem with it near as much if the writers are willing to spend the extra time writing about how Banner feels about this cuz Hulk and Banner are a double act. It's true. Um another character that I think is OP because it it there because it makes the writer not not be able to tell a story about them is Galactus. Yeah. Galactus is so OP in terms of okay, so he eats planets, right? That's that's mm-hmm. that should be a problem into a like like unto itself. But there's also more to that. The dude also has the power cosmic. He's the mm-hmm. oldest being in the universe. He mm-hmm. can, he has this other like sense of like, oh, you can do pretty much anything you need to be able to do. Um, so you kind of need to cheat in order to defeat him. You need to either yes. like, strike a deal with him or threaten to annihilate all of reality. Use the ultimate nullifier. Yeah, exactly. So, but I like the I like the way in which they have used him. Uh, he's one of the few characters that's o- OP where they didn't like write themselves into a corner immediately. Yeah. Um, 
and, and it, it they've w- been careful enough to to not uh, overuse him so that mm-hmm. he becomes like stupid. Absolutely, I think Galactus works because his morality is so alien and so occasionally gray. Where it's like, yeah. I'm going to destroy your planet, not because I hate you or anything, but because I'm hungry is my deal. Right. I can't stop. It's, it's, I, I listen, more sympathetic. I could not be. Uh, that's why I have a Herald. He looks for these kinds of places. It's just that the places that have more life on them are tastier and <sighs> I have an elemental force, the universe. So like, you know, you listen, I feel bad for you and maybe, and if you're clever enough, you, I might let you go. Or if you like, promise to be my herald or something i'll also spare you like i he does have a have a have a morality that allows him to be interesting while also being overpowered absolutely and i'm glad you mentioned his herald too silver surfer another instance of a character who has spent a ton of his career being incredibly overpowered mainly because the power cosmic is so wonderfully vague that it can do whatever the story needs it to do. One of my favorite examples was uh, when Hulk died at the end of Civil War II and Silver Surfer shows up at his funeral and there's an angry crowd and Silver Surfer's like, I calm you with the power cosmic. Uh, I'm like, it it can do that too? Yeah, what? Uh, If that's the case, we could have used you in maximum carnage when New York was ripping Mm -hmm. itself apart. Um, Yeah, I've never seen him do that power, but all right. You know, actually, that would be really handy for a person who is the Herald of Galactus. Be like, everyone's freaking out. Chill out and allow yourselves to die. <laughs> Calm thine tits. I am silver. <laughs> uh, Lucky in saying uh, all Scott and Jean's children are overpowered. Yeah, they are. Completely. Clones and otherwise. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Will I am Golden Dazzler team up with Black Bolt as OP. Uh, oh, they'd be on an unstoppable tag team. Have, have, okay, so I've heard this this matchup before. Have we ever actually seen it in the comics? Yes, in a uh, in X Men versus Inhumans, that's how the X Men take out Black Bolt. They send Dazzler to his club, and Black Bolt was just not ready for her to turn the sound of his voice against him. There you go. Okay, um, I, it's I mean, the coolest thing she's ever done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, like. Dazzler could be a cool character. Anybody can be a cool character as long as you put a good creative team behind them. Um, but yeah, Dazzler and Black Bolt together. I agree. Gorgonfish, Starro, and Parasite should be OP, but never really live up to the mm-hmm. hype of the stories. The Conqueror it's of true. Nine Galaxies felt so weak and no justice. I completely agree. They got well because again to use a wrestling term, they needed to put over the Omega Titan, so they needed to kill him. They needed to get that win to really put hit them over. Yeah, which really sucks, by the way, because it's so artificial. Because like, no, we could ju- if you wanted to just do a story where Starro gets new cosmic purpose, mm. and they have to like appease him using cosmic trees or some kind of like you know elemental force, the universe, and that's what get because Starro is overpowered. Star oh, yeah. can make multiples of himself, drop it on. He's defeated the Just League and the Avengers. He's one of the few villains to ever have actually done that. And mm-hmm. uh, and he comes from one place, not created by both companies, to be OP. Um, but Starro, like, you you could have done that with Starro and just been and made him actually, like, an actual way to use him in the future. But no, we needed to artificially create our own Celestials in the DC Universe, and so, yeah. Yeah, and then kill one, but not the others. Yeah, and Parasite, I don't know about he, if he's OP as much as he has the potential. He's like Electro. Like, if if Parasite grabs onto, like, I don't know, Darkseid or Superman or somebody mm. really, really powerful, then he becomes powerful by proxy, but that's more by proxy. It, 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 it's more like he needs to be by an OP person or to grab his own OP. Is- his power is also fleeting, too, is the thing. He can have it, but he'll eventually lose it. 
uh, Silvery Cricket. Silver Surfer was so OP, his book had to become a romantic comedy for a writer to tell a story about him. That's also very true. And that's the other thing. You can write about overpowered characters as much as you want, but you got to do something clever with them. That's right. You got to do something clever with these characters. And that's the thing. As long as you have a really, really strong creative team behind the character, you can do pretty much anything with them as long as they have like a cleverness about them, as long as they do something cool with them. Um, some of these OP characters they created, they created and they went, uh, he's awesome and he can do anything. Uh, I was thinking of uh, Exodus from uh, from X-Men. Oh, yes. That freaking character who could defeat a, a, an Eternal who in and of themselves are OP. There are so many X-Men characters who fall into that realm oh, yeah. of just like, we invent them because we need to move, we need to move the stick for power in this universe and what beyond Omega level mutants are like, oh God, when Bendis was ending up there, he's like, okay, but there was this also this super secret mutant you didn't know who was so powerful he could end the world and like Xavier erased everyone's memories of this guy, but now that he's dead, he's back and like Cyclops has to stop him and Magneto wants to turn him and then we never see him again. Yeah, and as long as, but as, and and that's a neat idea as long as it's executed properly and as long as you can defeat him. Like, you have to create that character and come up with how to defeat them in basically the same pitch session. Otherwise, yep. you don't, like, otherwise you have Judas Traveler from oh, the Clone God. Saga who's just like, oh, yeah, I can fly and, and I'm intangible and I can read your mind and I'm and magic. Strong. Like, he can do anything and then it turns out he's just full of shit the entire time. <laughs> Brilliant retcon, but you know they weren't thinking that. Uh, Ethan Millard saying the Joker, and this is a character I wanted to put on my list as well. The Joker is pretty OP just by virtue of his popularity. The Joker is oh. OP based on his nature. The fact is, you can't kill the Joker. He's the best no. Batman villain. Proof that popularity is the greatest superpower of all time and will forever allow you to cheat death. Re Wolverine. Um, Oh, yes. Super. Wol I mean, Wolverine, even without the popularity, you could argue, has become super overpowered. What would the, you know, near unstoppable healing factor? Oh, the unstoppable healing factor that allowed him to regrow from a cell. The fact mm -hmm. that he can like go to hell and like negotiate terms about what his healing factor can do. Uh, the fact that like even when he dies, like he's like Hydra himself, like four more will take his place. <laughs> Um, Alan Walker reminding us that Batman will always win as long as he has prep time. I don't mm. think that, I, here's the thing, that's a joke and it's a great trope. I don't think that's true. And mm. I think that's because ultimately Batman is a person. And so like, here's the thing, Batman met Bane before Nightfall. And yep. he still had plenty of opportunity to come up with a way, like, okay, Remember when, okay, so Bane breaks Batman's back in Nightfall. Spoilers for a book that was 25 years old. Uh, but Bane breaks Batman's back. You're like, okay, yeah, he's exhausted. He's tired. He's, he's worked the bone. I get it. Like, that makes sense. Then, like, very shortly thereafter, they break, they bring Bane back in the, in the cartoon show. Yes. And it's his first time meeting him, and he, and he, and he just, and you know they're not going to have, like, a back-cracking paralysis move in a children's mm. cartoon. So Bane brings up the knee, and he's ready to knock out Batman, and Batman just busts out one of his previously established gauntlet-loading batarangs and cuts one of the many dangling tubes full of mm. magic muscle juice that comes through. You think brain. he'd work on that. Right, like, yeah, just cut the tube. I guess that makes Every time. perfect sense. So yeah, like, Batman should have been able to defeat Bane and he had plenty of time to come up with a come up with a desperate move like, oh, I guess I'll just cut the tube. And yet he was still <laughs> defeated, even though he was exhausted. Dude's brain still works. He still has these the plans and th and thoughts. 
Batman is OP. He's become OP over time, but I don't think he is an OP character. It's more than he like shouldn't writers. be, even though lots of writers make him that way. Writers make him that way, but I think as long as we have enough times where Batman is defeated or loses or admits defeat or at least admits that he's fallible or human, mm. we can kind of like turn the dial back on Batman a little more. Which are often some of my favorite Batman stories when he does realize, oh damn. I'm in over my head on this one, everybody. I really, I really cocked this one up. <laughs> oh, some of my favorite Batman stories, like you, are about Batman being a man. I was just thinking about that episode of Back Issue we did on Batman Venom. Batman just mm. can't lift a rock, and so this little girl dies, and he, and he immediately, and he turns to drugs because he's so <laughs> beaten up about it. Um, Kevin Little, I've never really read any of her stories, but I keep hearing that Squirrel Girl is OP. Is that true? Yes. But it's more, but more like for a, comedic effect. Yeah, it's more like a Doctor Who kind of joke. Like Squirrel Girl, just the name alone is so like o- objectively lame. Like it's a silly idea, you know. It, it's it's like a admission that you're out of ideas. You're it's like, meant to make you laugh. It's a ha ha ha. Right, Batman, Spider Man, Wonder Woman, Squirrel Girl. Like there's a lot of squirrels because the idea is, of course, she has like the I think. She has the strength of a squirrel. Some like I know that she has lots of different powers. She can communicate with squirrels. Uh, she has mm. sometimes she has big teeth that can cut through like really strong things. Uh, other times, not so much. Otherwise, times, but she has because she's such a joke, like such a such a like fourth wall breaking trope mm. that they have made her OP in kind of a tongue in cheek kind of way. Uh, and I remember I was thinking about that Dan Slot book where. Uh, she defeats, I think it's Thanos, and then the Watcher shows up and he says, like, I can see with my Watcher senses that this is no clone construct alternate reality version of <laughs> Thanos. Squirrel Girl has defeated the ego the living planet, has the highest level of intelligence and dexterity, even though he's a freaking planet. Mm. Like, it's just a joke at your expense, readers. She's she's also defeated, like, Galactus by saying, hey, man, if you're hungry, just eat nuts. Oh, Thanos. Yep. In hand-to-hand combat. And you're like... Okay, I mean, like, that's funny, and it's also a dig at, like, hardcore fans who are yes. who, are, who are power scalers, who are like, Absolutely. well, but my Fleet Ultra card says Tells me. that Ego the Living Planet has the highest level of intelligence and dexterity, even though he's a freaking planet. Like, mm. It's just a joke at your expense, readers. She's she's also defeated, like, Galactus by saying, hey, man, if you're hungry, just eat nuts. They're great protein. Right. Uh, it, I, I don't think that it, it, I, I can imagine there being a book and I'm surprised it didn't happen in no, in no surrender, but like I would imagine there being a, a hilarious fourth wall breaking moment. And it's only if they wrote themselves into a corner where it's like a secret wars level thing where it's, you know, Annihilus has brought the annihilation wave to earth and it's going to ruin everything. Oh no. And then Spider-Man goes, Hey, has the squirrel girl beaten everybody? Let's just put her in front. <laughs> and then go like, work your magic, squirrel girl. And you then, got like, it. And then the annihilation wave just tears her apart like that dude in the Matrix. <laughs> oh, no. <Ooh>. You... <laughs> Make her like, Kenny, you you killed squirrel girl, you bastard. That's a great future for squirrel girl, by the way. Just keep killing her now. Like, just she She's like, I can't, I can't die. She thinks she's Gwenpool. Um, yeah. But then she'll always come back, and then you can have Squirrel Girl in Hell. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where she beats the devil. It would actually be kind of like a Patsy Walker comic where it's just like, where's Squirrel Girl? Like, well, she went to hell, and she worked her way through it, and then she's now she's here. And you could literally just do a book, or every once in a while you peek in on what Squirrel Girl's doing in other books where it's just telling you what's up with Squirrel Girl. And it's just this – if you collect it all together, it's just this insane cosmic, like, trip. 
She's in the microverse. She's been everywhere. Exactly. Uh, South Sun reminding us, of course, the Flash is pretty OP when you think about it. Yeah. Dude can move at Atto seconds. Especially when Jeff Johns writes him, and especially the Barry version, who's so fast, he basically becomes energy. The other Flashes, they've tried to put, like, some blockers in there and some parameters to be like, well, you're good, but you're not as good as this. Right, let's let's screw over the Damien character by making him nerf Wally. Mm, yeah, by also, giving him a heart murmur. Right, like, let's just... Re- just just to say, no, he can't run nearly as fast as we said. Yep. The ad- an out of section, by the way, because I, 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 I read one time, he's like, I can see things in out of seconds. The, it's the time it takes for light to travel the length of two hydrogen atoms. Yep. That's that's not even like you physically his cells wouldn't be able to move fast enough for him to catch up to that kind of speed. But that being said, yeah, the flash is OP. Dude can go back in time. He can Mm -hmm. move through solid objects. He can manipulate the universe itself. Don't, don't forget too. He can become an expert in any field by reading up on it, absorbing the information. It will eventually leave him, but he could do like brain surgery, rocket surgery. If he just read the book quick enough. Well, he, again, like the matrix, he can basically just upload whatever he needs to do in the amount of time it would take to transfer that information. I need to know how to hijack a helicopter. Like, okay, here we go. Done. Um, how many times am I going to need to remember that? So I'll just keep it in the short-term memory banks. <laughs> just move that out of the way. Yep. Uh, Terror of Death, Franklin Richards and Gabriel Summers, a.k.a. Vulcan. Yeah. The two yeah. most powerful mutants in Marvel Comics. One can warp yep. reality, the other can absorb and manipulate universal energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Franklin Richards is, again, kind of like a St. Elsewhere's kind of joke. Where uh, uh, Franklin Richards is like, he can do anything. And so maybe the universe itself is a, is a construct of Franklin Richards' imagination. Thanks, Tommy um, Westfall. Yeah, fine idea, by the way. I'm okay with that. I like that concept because it does, it's cute and it's tongue-in-cheek. That's kind of Marvel to do that Very with Very much so. Um, you know, I'm actually kind of amazed at what Hickman managed to do with him and make mm-hmm. him interesting and, and do something cool. E- yes, and I think that over time they have become a little more overpowered. Originally, they just make you small. Yeah, but now they can do whatever with the story requires them to do. Right, and and so in that regard, yeah, that's not not a bad suggestion. Theodore Kemna, Swamp, interesting enough, or at least as long as you're not using him as a plot device, uh, yeah. he could be interesting and cool. Uh, Retro saying, what do you think of Ghost Rider? I think he's a cool-looking drawing. but uh, He surely as, is. I don't think he's OP because... They've established that like the penance there doesn't work on everybody. Like for and he Jedi gets Mantra. defeated a lot. Yeah, and he gets defeated a lot. If you ever read uh, the Howard Mackey run, Danny Catch Ghost Rider loses every other page. Mm. And as we found out with Cosmic Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider is really only as strong as the person he's currently inhabiting. So you can have a guy who makes deals with Galactus and Thanos and everything else and just completely blows off his responsibility as the Spirit of Vengeance and just goes to do other shit. It's true. Uh, and Silvery Cricket uh, telling us about Lockjaw has no limits to distance or reality. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But he's a dog. He's a or dog. Or occasionally a man. He should be totally, uh, yeah. He he should be undefeatable. The other thing is, he's a dog, though. Or a man yeah. that became a dog. Either way, he is like kind of like the intelligence it's lots of a of dog. Um, I was going to say, the character we haven't talked about yet that I've, me- that I've been meaning to talk about is... Doomsday is an OP character. Yes, please. Doomsday was a plot device created to beat Superman. That's all mm-hmm. he was. And Nothing then, more. When they say, and, then that, and that's why he dies mm-hmm. in the first story he appears in. 
he shows up to kill Superman and then he dies. Mm-hmm, but of mm-hmm. course, comic book editors can't just leave well enough alone. So that turns out like not only can he not die, but like he dies and then he becomes resurrected and is immune to the thing that killed him last. Mm-hmm, that is the worst power in terms of writing. Because it really is. You, you literally can't beat him. You can't do anything with that character. D- Doomsday is the comic character equivalent of that kid on the schoolyard who's like, no, uh, uh, I've got special wizard armor that protects me from your thing, and I can never be defeated because I'm the best and I'm Doomsday. Or then why are we playing? Exactly. Doomsday, whenever he shows up, that's the thing. Why are we even playing? But that being said, Doomsday also gets defeated quite a lot, despite being the biggest, bestest guy ever. Every story ends with him getting defeated oh, no. or like they've, they've dropped at the end him. of time. I mean, do you remember that that, that, that Batman Superman story when uh, Darkseid made a whole mess of Doomsdays? Yes. And, and like threw them at Amazon. You're like, that's they a got, cool. And they got mowed down by laser vision. Right. Cool visuals. But you kind of really just ruined Doomsday. So it's like, oh, no, I'm also super dense and I'm also super intelligent and I'm mm. also friends with death and I also like, <laughs> even if I didn't have the Infinity Gauntlet I could probably still take over the galaxy like oh. yeah his his power is all that's how OP amazing. he is and we know he is a combo character because he's appeared in a number of books yes he has both as himself and as stand-ins for himself exactly. too exactly Ethan Millard pretty obvious but Thanos I've been meaning to talk about Thanos for a while Thanos, I think, is more of the equivalent of the over the place too. to where, again, even to bring back that Donny Cates run where it's like and at the end of the universe, there will only be Thanos. Cool. Well, and Thanos least... is so tough. The only person who can challenge him is a younger Thanos that he takes from time so they can fight. Right. By the way, I dig the idea behind the Donny Cates concept. Me too. I d- I've never been a fan of Jim Starlin's Thanos because he's just such a unrelatable boring character mm-hmm. he's just he can he can't be defeated uh, unless you you know use his hubris against him but then once you do that he remembers that you did that and then he can't be defeated after that like <laughs> all right thanos man i when they when they dropped him at the end of avengers i was like no not thanos <laughs> why don't we he did defeat ultron who by the way should have been way more op because he can yeah. for like once the robot connect to the internet they can't die because they can yeah. like hide themselves in files they could go anywhere they could do anything you've you've ruined it we need to destroy every single ultron robot otherwise he'll some he'll be back somewhere no he's digital he's a he's not really a robot he's he's a sentient program you establish that in the movie itself he's he's in the cloud man right like you can't beat the cloud that's that's why my pitch for Ant-Man 2 should have been, no, Pym should find Ultron in the cloud, and that should be the thing, and that way you can kind of bring the Ultron family and the Ant-Man family back together in the movies. They didn't do it, but I think that's something they should consider for maybe Ant-Man 3. I agree. Like, make Ultron just kind of like a cool bad guy that somebody else can, can deal with. It doesn't have to be an Avengers-level event just because he was fighting the Avengers. Everyone agrees that Ultron isn't their favorite Avengers movie, so it's fine that you can True. make him, like, an Ant-Man villain or something. Yeah, put him anywhere else, and I think he would be better served. Have him fight anyone else. Well, or you just make it so that, yeah, he is scary, and yes, if he constitutes himself, we are in for a shitstorm, like he was in the Bendis run of Avengers, where it's like, yeah. no, if Ultron gets his hands on XYZ, that's it for reality. Like, Age mm-hmm. of Ultron, the game, or the comic. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, that'd be a cool way to do it because that's you're racing against the clock, you know, because you know there's no Avengers that are going to show up to save the day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Terror of Death, every Kryptonian or Kryptonian hybrid across every multiverse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in particular, like, Superman, when you're writing him, like, pre-Crisis Superman's pretty OP. Superman 1 million is aggressively OP to the point where he can't be defeated, to the point where he's basically all-star Superman, who yeah, also and basically can't be defeated except for by death. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, that's where I think the challenge for writers come in and why so many people often say, oh, you know, Superman's so boring because he can just do whatever he wants. He's super powerful. And they've always tried to adjust the power levels. Oh, well, we'll take this away. Well, we'll make it so he can't do this anymore, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I think, and again, that's where the challenge for a writer, where it's like, okay, how do you write a character who is basically God levels of powerful? Right. Um, I've seen this on a couple of lists, and I wanted to mention this character, too, because, like, they're not really a character. But the Phoenix... Yeah, um, I was going to bring this up next, actually. Where do we stand on the Phoenix? Right, because I don't think the Phoenix is OP, because in order for it to be effective, it needs to basically attach itself to a person. Which is already a huge downside to it, because right. people are squishy and tend to die, and many of the Phoenix's hosts end up dying. Right, and sometimes they feel bad about being the Phoenix, and they allow themselves to be killed or kill themselves. Mm -hmm. So you got a lot of uh, opportunity for failure. And, and, the, and the Phoenix Force also, too, falls into that thing where it's like, well, you're more like a primordial force of nature and everything. I mean, you certainly don't view yourself as evil. You are the fires of creation and everything and destruction and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So that too. Yeah. I, I don't think the I don't think the Phoenix Force is OP, although I do think that they kind of like weirdly nerfed her in Avengers versus X-Men mm. where they were like, shoot her with a laser beam <laughs> or wish her away. Yeah. Wish her away. Apropos that, Scarlet Witch got a little OP. Uh, she did one super amazing OP thing, and even even in No Surrender, she was doing stuff where it's like, okay, now I'll just remove the limiters from everyone so you can all be as powerful as you want to be. Oh, can you do that to yourself every time we have a problem? I know, that's the thing where it's like, ooh, ooh, you do that once, and now everyone's going to be coming to you and being like, hey, Galactus is attacking, Annihilus is attacking, can you do something about it, Scarlet Right, Witch? remove my limiters, please. Uh, getting Arthur with a lobster, just make it so where Ultron no longer gets Vibranium, and then most of the MCU characters will be able to take him on. Yeah. Mm. Uh, as well, and the other thing is you need to make sure he doesn't connect to the internet, because otherwise, like, like I said, he can hide his personality places. Um, and George J. What about Franklin Richards? We talked about him already. Yes, so we did. Scroll back, but you'll be fine. But yeah, we did talk about him, so don't worry. Um, another character that uh, that I find a little OP because I've never I, I've never heard more than like actually I have two of those characters. I've never heard more than two or three solid stories about them, and even then, it's not really about them. Apocalypse. Mm. Like first of all, Apocalypse. Little too OP. Got got really, really OP, like really, really fast. Yep. To the point where, basically, is, has there ever been a Thanos versus Apocalypse story? Because we talked about this before on like villainous team ups and shake ups that we'd like to see. I don't think there has, and it's crazy there hasn't been. It's crazy because like that. Uh, I mean, like that. Practically, you get Jim Starlin and and Chris Claremont together and just go. That's your story. It's just, it's the end of the universe. Everything's dead. And the only two who are left are Apocalypse and Thanos. Because Apocalypse is enduring and eternal and forever. And he can't be defeated. And he always resurrects himself and blah, blah, blah. Like, mm -hmm. I've never really, even like, okay. So everyone's favorite Apocalypse story, Age of Apocalypse. Barely yep. about Apocalypse. Nope. Yep. It's about how crappy, uh, how crappy a leader Apocalypse is. Yes. Uh, so, you know. 
he can he is basically as OP as like Molecule Man, who in and of himself mm-hmm. is OP enough to the point where if you get enough of them together, he can reshape the universe itself. Yes. Uh, again, you know, hey, you know, apropos of Molecule Man, the Beyonder and the Beyonders. The Beyonder and the Beyonder. Well, anything Marvel cosmic, yes, but we didn't. We should have mentioned the Beyonder and the Beyonders because those guys. I mean, come on. They can make they can make planets. They can create life. They can manipulate reality. They can go back in time. They can make amazing jerry curls that stay in place. <laughs> they, can, <laughs> they, they, they can chop your vegetables like Ginsu knives. Yes, Beyonders. Um, and they're lemon scented. Yeah. The other character, I've never really heard any more stories about them that are really cool. That's also incredibly LP. Dormammu. Yeah, I mean, like, he's one of their many stand-ins for the devil, so you figure that, you know, that would be a god-level type of villain. But, yeah, he never he never really has that thing where he screws with the entire world like he should. Like, there was never, like, a big Dormammu event. No, and it's why I was worried that Dormammu was going to be the villain in the Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, no, 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 set up, do, ba- you, you basically end the Doctor Strange movie the same way you ended the Avengers, where it's like, Dormammu's like, ho-ho, and you're like, oh, one day, Doctor Strange will be as powerful enough to be able to maybe face Dormammu. But no, he fights Dormammu and immediately defeats him using a friggin' uh, time yeah. paradox, which is, like, cool. By, by the way, most Doctor Strange moment in the movie. But, Very uh, much so. But, like, also, now what do you do with Dormammu? You can never use him again. It's just yeah, it's very weird because he because he can do anything. I don't even know what his freaking powers are. That's how that's how many things he can do. He's a big face with his own dimension. Uh, Rainmaker saying, "How about Marvel Superman Century and the Void?" Century with a brand new book that came out today. Actually, I haven't had a chance to read it, but I did get it. Yes, me too. Written by Jeff Lemire. I got to see how this goes. Ah, fellow Canadian. Oh, um, but yeah, Century OP deliberately such. They cre- That's the thing is that. The, the, they, they, as long as you put in some kind of limiters or some kind of rules within yes. the universe for your character, they don't have to be too OP. Uh, the sentry works because he's fucked up. Yes, he is, he is clinically insane, and that's a pretty good limiting weakness to put on your critique of Superman. And he doesn't want to destroy everything so that when the void comes out, he has an internal struggle. It's not just like, he's mm-hmm. a dick. And he has the powers of the century, of the century, but he can also be evil. Like that is too much. Then he, then he's there's no internal struggle. He's like, ah, oh, screw it. It'd be like if the Hulk were evil, you know, like, yeah. oh, well, then he would beat everything. Or if the Punisher had cosmic powers, like, oh, he'd yeah. kill everybody all know? the time without the stopping. Time. Uh, Heck, he he has a war machine suit now, and the superhero community is already like, whoa, 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 that's too much. Right. Or the, you got the cosmic punish or the cosmic ghost rider situation, which is yeah, like whoa, 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 too much. Bring it down enough. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the Sentry uh, can be OP, but every time that they've threatened to use him, I remember in World War Hulk where they're like they had to like plead with him and beg him to yes. do anything, and then he does, and he still gets beaten. So he's not too he OP. does. Um, no, not really. He's just OP enough. <laughs> yeah, he's just OP enough to be interesting. Mm-hmm. So you got that. Uh, retro what about Dormammu versus Thanos that's a story I would pay to see are you kidding me yeah I don't also feels like how have they not done it yeah I would want uh, Cates to write it more than Jim Starlin though yeah same here it would be fun hey apparently Cates is coming back with another run of Thanos stories Thanos legacy or lineage or something as part of uh, Infinity Wars yes that's cool that is cool Um, have we talked about Dr. Manhattan yet 
No, but we should. A guy so powerful, he breaks all the rules to where DC's new idea that they're running with is like, what if he was God? What if he just created our universe? I, I mean, like, I don't even know if that's the case anymore. I don't even know what the hell they're doing with Doomsday Clock. But I, I it does seem like they've pivoted from before. Where it's like, oh, yeah, it's totally Dr. Manhattan's blue hand at the beginning of our creation myth. But maybe it isn't also. Right. That w- I was so on board for that idea because why the hell not at this point? Like, why not? Who cares? And yet, uh, but yeah, Dr. Dr. Manhattan can create life. He can transmutate. He can teleport anywhere. He can breathe in space. Like, he is OP, but that's by nature who he is. He's so OP that he loses his humanity, and that's the exploration of the character. So he's not technically OP in terms of, like, he can be defeated. Like, he can't be defeated. Like, if you fight him, he'll kill you. Mm. He can but, do anything, but why would he want to? Right. You either have to appeal to his apathy or yeah. the like thinnest shred of humanity that might be left. He's also super neurotic in the movies, too. Yes, that's true. Um, and I, I don't I haven't. It's been a long time since I read the the Jay Lee uh, before Watchmen document. Mm. The only one I have to go on is the one referenced in Doomsday Clock and the one from the book. So. Manhattan is ultimately defeated when we stop and think about it by Vite, at least so much in the way that he gets one over on him because being God and being so amazing, he never considered a universe wherein someone gets one over on him. Exactly. So, and, th- and that therein lies the, the, the true like nature of the character and makes Dr. Manhattan interesting. Part of the whole like reason I'm reading Doomsday Clock is to see what his role is in this because I want to know what his motivations are. And mm-hmm. that's more than I can say for Dormammu, who just like yeah. is evil because he looks like a flaming pumpkin. Like, you know, these are, these are characters who are, who are overpowered, but also like they didn't think about things like, yeah. Um, here's a character who can't be defeated ever, but they also need to defeat him every time. So it's hard to really find a weakness. The juggernaut. Oh, another excellent one, man. And his power goes up and down all the time from I am the unstoppable force, the champion of Citarac to just I am a strong guy in a helmet who Deadpool defeats as a joke in one page. Right. Uh, The juggernaut can be slowed down, but not defeated. He's a mess. It's a mess of a character, but they did a neat idea with him by introducing the concept that like the helmet protects him from psychic attacks Mm -hmm. and the armor is not impenetrable. Yep. But as long as he's in the armor, he can't be hurt. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember distinctly, like, Shatterstar drove a sword in his eye, and then it grew back because it was <laughs> under the helmet. And I'm like, oh, okay, because it's magic. And so that makes sense. I'm down for that. Um, magic and mutant at the same time. I'm a little bit of a mutant, but when I have the magic, it really brings out my mutininess. <laughs> uh, Cyrus Hill, Marquis of Death? Okay. Not familiar. Nope. Uh, if you're referring to death from Vertigo, then, uh, I, I, you know, I kind of put, I kind of installed my own, uh, limitations where I'm like, we're not going to talk <laughs> about like cosmic characters. Uh, no, he's talking about like, uh, Clyde Winsham from, uh, from a Marvel book. Right. It's a, it's a, po- it's a character popularized by Rob. Ah, of course. And they can do anything. They can teleport, they can transmogrify, they can, uh, they can read your mind. They can turn into whoever they want. They can't die. 
So, so yes. like Mad Jim Jaspers or Scribbly Gibbet or any right, of these exactly. other like, weird well, 40s characters. Find me a cool story he was in more than twice and I will talk about him. Oh, uh, uh, M- Mr. Mixelplick, oh, another yeah. character. Oh, he's he's OP. I mean, by nature of his character, although he has a great uh, you know, weakness, weakness. And uh, I remember when a uh, man. I feel so bad for all the things that Tomasi and Gleason and Jurgen set up mm, that are just mm, in the trash now. I know. Because they were really setting up like, no, Mixia Spitlick is now a villain. They made him tragic, like a tragic villain, too. Yeah. Uh, but no, they're not going to do that. Like We'll never go back to that now. We'll go back to something else. Whatever Bendis wanted to do with him when he was a kid. That's what we'll see. And that's what we'll see. And we'll never we'll never get answers to the whole, you know, well, Superman saves everyone, but he didn't save me. And, you know, Mr. Oz and Dr. Manhattan have to be super powerful in their own right to keep a fourth dimensional being prisoner and to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, nice to see that Mr. Oz is feeling better after being uh, kidnapped and transported by Dr. Just Manhattan. Just a fucking peered. Yeah. Uh, good to see that that didn't uh, that didn't take. I'm happy no, and that. that- they didn't uh, bother to read that book. No, and that also that Superman is not shocked to see his father return, despite the fact that he was so devastated by seeing his father return, turned evil, then disappeared from reality, that he broke the rules to go back in time to see the destruction of Krypton just because he couldn't bring himself to believe it. Yep. Uh, comics. Uh, Chris Cuerva yep. helping us out. Tevia saying superior Spider-Man because he won't die or go away. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you know. He's been defeated multiple times. He's not OP. Yes, he's, he's very fallible. In fact, his greatest uh, weakness was love yeah. in the end, was what it was. Love made him a better person and ultimately made him relinquish Peter Parker's body because he knew he wasn't the right man to save the woman he loved. Truly uh, the chink in all of our armors. Uh, Twas beauty that killed the beast. <laughs> Ethan Millard saying, what about Taskmaster? Uh, I would normally say mm-hmm. yes, but apparently they built in a thing where Taskmaster can't copy Deadpool's moves because he's so crazy and erratic. Mm-hmm. So he can be defeated by Deadpool. Uh, he is OP in terms of he can copy your fighting style and use it against you, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen the Taskmaster's powers actually like... Like, I've never seen it cleverly defeated. I've always just seen them no. like, they fight a little harder or they, they believe more or... Mm-hmm. You know, or they, they do something unpredictable and he's defeated. And if that's the case, then he's not really that OP because apparently all you need to do is just close your eyes and punch and then he yep. can be defeated. <laughs> if, if I don't know what I'm doing, I'm just going to kick the air. And if you get hit Taskmaster, it's your own fault. Right. So, I mean, like, I, I do hear you. He can be OP. I think it's one of the situations where, like, if he were smarter, he might be more OP than he mm. is. But he uh, keeps taking mercenary gigs. He never tries to take over the world. He's only motivated by money. Yes. And, of course, we didn't also didn't talk about Darkseid. Oh, yes. Uh, Darkseid. Much remember, like Thanos. Right. Much like Fa- Thanos, only, like, he's a new god, whatever the hell that means. You know, like. Mm, also vague. Because I remember, like, people talk. I remember people referring to the new gods, like, oh, they're the new gods. They're the new. Pa-. But no, they can die. They're people. They have lives. Yeah. They have, like hardships and problems like no no two are created equal it seems there is no baseline for what any of them can do there's guys who can shoot light there's ladies who are big strong barbarians precisely uh so yeah it's kind of unclear the dark side's kind of like the devil of the new gods universe Mm. 
but he also has those Omega Beams, which can't be defeated unless you need them to be, and then they are. But um, he was also born. He has parents and everything. He has kids. Oh, he can also <laughs> die because he was killed by, like, the Anti-Monitor, who in and of himself is also OP, but not as OP as, like, the Monitor, although the Anti-Monitor killed the Monitor. So, yeah, the Monitors are That's- also OP. What what's more comic books than hierarchies to powers? Right, I don't know. I think that's it. Uh, we've got a couple of Valiant fans: Terror of Death, Divinity from Valiant. Yes, Divinity is pretty OP. Godlike Power from a Russian cosmonaut from this amazing series by Matt Kent. Uh, if you've never read Divinity, or more importantly, Divinity Two, you should. It's pretty cool. Um, I will add it to the list, and yeah. I will take your word for it. Again, based on like reality, or based on the mm. character, like he was, he's supposed to be OP. Um, Getting Arthur the Lobster, I'd like to throw in the orb as a joke, because as long as Jason Aaron's oh, writing it, yes. he'll always be hanging out somewhere, lurking she, around. He's the most, but I keep counting down. It's like, okay, is he going to show up in the new Thor? Is he going to show up in the new Avengers? Come on, orb. Yep. Uh, he is coming. You know it, because Jason Aaron's become the new Bendis. Like, he's going to be the Marvel architect from here on out. Like, yeah, we're going to get some orb. Unless, Orb's like, gonna... somebody editorial was like, stop. <laughs> no more. We gave End you an it. event with him and no one cared. Ooh, uh, here's one I'm surprised we almost forgot. Uh, Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter is pretty OP. It's only Superman, but with extra powers. But mm-hmm. it can be defeated by fire. Yeah, that's the thing. He can mess with your mind. He's as strong and durable as Superman. He can, you know, change his shape and everything. But a match will freak him out. Yes. Or if you get him anywhere near Oreos, he will also uh, be defeated. Mm. Oh, I'm weak. I'm sorry. My Jocko's. <laughs> although that's another thing too they keep trying to like justify the fire thing where it's like well you know was, I, I remember jeff johns like three retcons ago was like well you see the fire thing's really more of like an emotional ptsd yeah, thing because the because the yellow lanterns burned his people alive so you know because they share a psychic hive mind so whenever he sees fire it like reminds him of the death of his planet and all their psychic screams <laughs> okay fine you can you can rebirth uh, Martian Manhunter, but the fact is, like, just make it fire. Yeah, just, it didn't take. Just, it's really bad. It's really bad on the skin. And you know this, what? We're all weak to fire. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, speaking of Jeff Johns and overpowering characters yeah. occasionally, and I think I might get some shit for this, but I'm going to come out and say it. One of the reasons I've had a hard time keeping up with Green Lantern past a certain point into the new 52 and beyond Hal Jordan is too overpowered, but only in his own book where it's like, well, I'm the head of the lanterns and I'm powering everyone else. And I created my own lantern out of pure will because I'm so (laughs) great. And I've cheated death several times because I'm Hal Jordan and I'm the best that's ever been. (laughs) Yeah, it's almost like there's somebody there was somebody at the editorial level who liked Hal Jordan a lot. A lot. (laughs) And wanted Hal Jordan to succeed where no one else can. Um, Yeah, they did. No, I can. I think that's fair to say that, like. Lanterns in general, but in particular Hal, have definitely gotten OP over the years. It was only in their own books, because like Green Lantern would show up in other books and in Justice League and be like, ah, he's got me. Ah, I can't do it. But right. in my but, but in your own book, you're unto a god. Yeah. Like, what are you what are you doing, man? Um why why are the dark uh Batman giving you such a hard time? <laughs> I think I think he's phoning it in in that one. It's like, look, I'm not busting out the A material for Justice League duty. Please, these are Batman. They're yeah, still people, right? <laughs> <laughs> at some level yeah i guess why don't you take the doomsday one dickhead yeah really and beat him up <laughs> um but yeah you got uh you got hal jordan um 
crap. Let me let me cover the other things. Uh, Peter Stanchek uh, and Toyo Haras from and Exo Manowar from Chris Cuerva. Big ass Valiant fan, man. Uh, you and three other people. I'm sorry to hear that uh, the company's going in the shitter. Um, yeah. But yeah, Toyo Haras is definitely OP. Exo Manowar not so much. He had a, yeah, he could do anything. But then then you have to say Iron Man's basically too OP, and that's not true. Is is Purple Man o- OP? Is he overpowered? No. In some stories, well, he is. He can be. But, mm. like, Doom can just say, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he isn't. And he's still a dude at the end of the day. He can still, like, get shot in the head, and that would be the end of Purple Man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he uh, He's still a regular guy. But if you watch Jessica Jones season one, like, dude, like, he seems pretty unstoppable. He really does. Uh, uh, let's see. Abraham Park, what about Cyborg Superman? Seems Joel is winning the beard game today. Yes, he is. Uh, it's so long now, I'm at the point where I'm worried about getting food in it. I have to actually check before I get out now. Right. Uh, man, we lost 100 people because of that uh, that comment about, about Hal Jordan. Oh, no. See, I knew people were going to hate it. Hal Jordan fans, they are a militant bunch. Right? No, I think we just, I think it just righted itself. But yeah, like, it just got, it got really, like... <laughs> empty in here for some reason see i would love to know that was the reason that there's just a hundred very hardcore hal jordan fans no joel i draw the line no i want to see him beat everybody it's not op (laughs) if it's my character (laughs) he killed the entire green lantern corps before when he was angry enough yeah i mean you're not wrong about that um the other thing the, the other character that i wanted to mention before we kind of like wrapped up who is a character that is... Oh, uh, did we... Yeah, we talked about Cyber Superman. I'm sorry. Uh, Cyber Superman is, has the Ultron problem. He can't... Yeah. You know, he he can jump into your computer and then he can't die. So, like, yeah. He got way too OP. It, it started out kind of neat and then it just went away. Um, and then, like, Jurgens, another thing they seem to throw away, but he threw it away, is like, oh, Superman's gonna try and, like, you know, uh, l- like, turn him into a good guy again. He's gonna try and rehab him. Or he could go be a villain in my new Green Lanterns book I'm writing. Yes. Uh, and he, and that's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, or, or I could just have him fight these guys in this new book. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just do that. I mean, Which, like, maybe, maybe that's Jurgen's little uh, protest for the Bendis thing. It's like, okay, fine, you're not going to honor what I did. Well, I'm taking my guy back. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fine. I don't think Bendis would want to do it anyway. Um, no, although maybe they'll explain that. Maybe it's like where, yeah, when Rogelzar broke up the Fortress of Solitude, Cyborg Superman's cage got broken and he just left. <laughs> right, exactly. There's a lot of unexplored potential with that uh, so with that Fortress of Solitude destruction thing that I guarantee you they are not going to, mm. no one else is going to touch. Would would Rogelzar want to kill Cyborg Superman too? He is impersonating a Kryptonian. Sometimes he has the genetic like skin outside of a Kryptonian. Would he have a bone to pick with him? Probably should. But then again, Rogelzar is a little OP if you ask me. He, they're at that point now in that newest issue where like I was kind of getting on board with him where it's like, OK, you know, he's like he's a proud warrior race guy. He's basically a Klingon. Ooh, but he's the middleman for the circle, which is this bigger force. And he's kind of a work a day like conquer. All right, this is fine. But then in that last issue, I'm also super fast and I also <laughs> have solar powered weapons yep. and I can also do. I'm like, oh, don't don't keep inventing powers now. Oh, I can also dig into the sur- under into the core of the planet of its of of, of Earth. Like, get out of here. 
I my power is I have many powers. I am Rogelzar, and yeah, I, have I know because everybody because Bendis really likes you. You lame character. <laughs> N- never have I almost been on board where it's like, okay, he's just he's just the front man of a bigger threat that is the circle. Now to be like, nah, did we say that? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I just want to introduce that idea too. But, <laughs> but the reality is, Rogelzar is where it's at. He really did destroy Krypton. Yeah. I haven't read the newest issue. I feel you have, oh, and I haven't. Don't, don't buy Man of Steel. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Superior Frailty, Annihilation Nova. He was pretty powerful. I would not say OP. Uh, mm. and Brevin Campbell 12. Will Jon Stewart own the Justice League? No, but uh, it'll be a cool fight. And he's an ultraviolet lantern. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever the hell that means. Whatever that is. Like, I, again, it's like such a little thing where Sinestro's like, hey, hey, I got my old costume again. I'm the new lantern of the ghost quadrant that we just then. I'm like, oh, you can just do that? You can just go to a new part of space and be like, I am the lantern now. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, we got a whole new thing. Which oh. is someone hilariously brought up in my comment section. If ultraviolet lanterns are a thing, then infrared lanterns have to also <laughs> be a thing. The, I hope they wait at least a little while for that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, oh, we, before we go, I want to mention this character because he was basically invented to be OP and that was Onslaught. Oh God. Yes. Onslaught is the definition of a totally lame, stupid character. But man, what a design. Yeah. I really like the design of him mostly because he looks like a cooler Magneto. Yeah. Um, which is cool, but also stupid. Like he's too powerful. And then of course, like they punch, like he's super powerful, right? Okay, fine. So then they throw the Hulk at him and he cracks him. And then it's like, oh no, now you've seen my final form, (laughs) which is thought. And you're like, oh no. My 100% final form. And I don't know what it was with, with, with comics at that time and doing like, taking a character who's new and edgy and awesome and cool and then like i don't know changing their forms like this Mm. like like a pokemon it's very anime yeah like where uh what was it asriel shows up and he's like i'm asriel then it's like okay you're batman i'm at i'm batman then it's like i got batman with cool gauntlets and it's like i got batman with gauntlets plus a cool (laughs) suit then my suit gets a little bigger and then it gets red and then it gets really 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 stupid and then i (laughs) go back to being asriel onslaught same deal i'm onslaught i look awesome okay stop drilling you hit gold you oil (laughs) you look like magneto but cooler yeah but what if i grew a face no that looks really dumb but what if i got bigger and had more (laughs) muscles that doesn't make any sense you have armor why would i see muscles on armor yeah but what if i also like became thought itself like stop (laughs) just be cool at least extant when he yeah when extant showed up or whatever the hell's name monarch oh yeah when he shows up in zero hour it's like you look cool stop there Nope, got to uh, keep going. Nope, got to keep drilling. Man, M- Monarch, I'm surprised they never dusted Monarch off for anything in the new 52 era. Because, again, it's like, that's a cool-looking costume and, like, Captain Adam ain't doing shit. Right? No, please. Knock yourselves out. Um, I- I'm surprised for Doomsday Clock, Captain Adam isn't there at all. Because it's like, well, Captain Adam, you're technically like an XB of Dr. Manhattan. So it would be something for the two of you to meet and for, like, Dr. Manhattan to be like, you... You poor little man, you don't even know the depths of your power. You don't even know half of what you could be capable of. I mean, the fact 
fact that like they invented Captain Adam allegory villains for it says we want to do something about this freaking character. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. It's weird. Very. But, uh, there have been a there are a lot of other ones we've haven't talked about. I mean, like honorable mentions go to Lobo, Mongol. Oh uh, yes. You know, Brainiac to some extent. I mean, like basically any villain. Doctor Doom to an extent is also very OP. Uh, there's a lot of different characters. Of course, we'll have to do a sequel series at some point. In the oh future. God, yeah. Uh, again, somebody has really got to make a friggin' list of these book or the, these part twos we need to do. We will just hash mm. it out one day. But, we uh, should. We should also do the opposite. We should do who are the weakest characters mm-hmm. in comic lore. Right? Just the just a, a stiff, a mild rain would take them out. Yes. Just a breeze. Um, Kite man. Yeah. Squirrel girl. Mm. Well, Squirrel girl can kind of be on both lists, which is amazing about her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we want to thank you all for hanging out with us and joining us here on this episode of the Elseworlds Exchange. Of course, we'll see you guys next week with another episode. Thank you so much for joining me, Joel. Welcome Pleasure. back. Yes, thank you. Back. Uh, thank you very much, by the way, for hanging in there for us. Uh, I went out to wherever the hell, uh, Denver, Colorado, for a, for a couple of days, and it really like knocked the crap out of me. Uh, there's a couple of videos on Comic Story you can go check out that I'm on. Uh, that was the net result of me being out there, which was super fun and great. And I want to thank those guys for having me. And of course, uh, we'll see you guys later on. Um, more stuff happening that we'll check in on later. Um, you know, we got conventions that were coming up, and but they're not for another yeah. couple months, so I don't have to talk about yeah. that later. But uh, we'll see you guys next time with another episode. I'm Sal. I'm Joel. Thanks for watching.